0: Welcome back to this week's episode on Jesso Girls. It's Erin and Julia, uh, your host, and today we're going to be talking about um, not apologizing for promoting your art, which ultimately is promoting yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so and we're going to yeah. dive, oops, sorry, we're going to dive right in and start off with kind of, I know Julia, you have had some experience um, lately with, you know, self-promoting and if you should put art on sale and how you should put art on sale, um, let's dive right in.
1: Yeah. I think it's an interesting – this topic is both, you know, a logistics conversation and, like, a sales conversation as much as it is an internal conversation as, yeah. about, it's like, emotional, emotional and, which I think is just – which is normal. I mean – money is such an emotional thing for all of us, right? And what we feel like we deserve to earn mm-hmm. for our work is especially emotional. So going into this conversation, like, I just want to, you know, put a disclaimer on all of this that, like, once again, our aim is never to prescribe here on Just so Girls, like, I'm usually, I mean, not usually, always speaking from my own experience and like Mm -hmm. what I'm going through and it could be vastly different than your experience. And so take or leave whatever I say, especially when it comes to touchy subjects like pricing and self-promoting and all that. But yeah, so I have been, uh, I'll start with sort of the thing that inspired me to want to record an episode about this, but I have been um, sending out weekly newsletters um, via my mailing list and it's called a Saturday feature and I have like usually like a Saturday sale item or items and it's so interesting because I'll usually feature something new that's in the shop you know something that I just recently did and then i also like I said I'll do a sale item and it's always the new item that sells and I actually have not yet had a sale item sell I mean that's not true. I have like had one but it just kind of got me thinking like oh it's Clearly not about price mm-hmm. then. Like, pe- people are buying things that are new and the full price and the original, or prints that are not on sale, and they're not buying the sale item. Why is that? Like, what's the psychology there? And is it even is it even worth me putting things on sale?
0: Yeah, and yeah. I think that's where we. There's a lot of, um, from at least from my experience like self-consciousness, like I get self-conscious about pricing and like what I can price it at, what's fair, what's, you know, and I think that's something like, it was silly to even think like, what's fair? Like, no, like what's fair is like what it's worth. Um, so don't feel guilty for pricing it at the price it needs to be. And I've and I always struggled with that so much. I'll be like, oh, here's this big painting, it's $200, but it's not, but it's worth so much more. Right. Um, because it's a, an original and it's, you know, 50 by 50 inches. It's not small, so it yeah. should be much bigger. And I think that's where also thinking just, I know this is a little bit off topic, but it reminds me of the space of yoga and yoga when teachers like give away their classes for free. Um, I totally understand. It, it hurts the market in general right. because then why would someone, you know, why why would I buy this $2,000 piece of artwork if I can buy someone else's for... 100 and I used to be used to have the mentality and I'm gonna very transparent so you all can understand this like I personally don't rely on those funds mm-hmm. it's a hobby so I don't feel as obligated to price it I could price it for whatever and I'd be like well I paid for the cost of goods right. and that's okay because it was just like something
1: I did as a for fun. But I would argue, Erin, even more so that because you're not relying on it for income, why not price it for what it's worth? And if it doesn't sell, so what? You know, it's kind but of I like think that the goes, alternative.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. But I think that's where it goes back to that like on just that internal discomfort. Right. Um, and like of the worth and like questioning what the worth is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's just something to keep in mind thinking about. And I'm just throwing this all out there because I think that's where it's like, no, like price it as it should be, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked about in the past, like you can always decrease
1: the price. It's harder to increase the price Yeah, on something that's already out there. <laughs> exactly. And I think, you know, also a topic like that's coming up right now is, do you even ever de- decrease the price? Like does mm-hmm. that ever... Is that ever a good idea? And in once again, this is my experience. I'm sort of realizing that my Saturday sale items isn't really what's doing the trick. Like it's not really like what's getting people to buy things. It might. I think not. Not saying I'm gonna stop it. I think I do like the idea of having like one thing. But it's been an interesting experiment of like, does it even matter? Like decreasing the price. Like yeah. I'm not saying price doesn't matter, but I think what does matter more than the price is is, you know, the obviously the quality of mm-hmm. the work, the intention behind it and the just the yeah, the the overall package here. And if you're focused so much on price, if that's such, if that's like your biggest concern, I think maybe there's a deeper problem if you think that that's the only barrier for people to buy Mm -hmm. in your art, which maybe it's a harsh, maybe that's a harsh thing to say, but I don't, what I'm trying to say is, is that it's, it's probably not about the price. It's probably about the way you are promoting it, which is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. How How you reach people. i'm not even saying that it's about the art i think it's about the way you're promoting it maybe the way you're sharing it
0: oh yeah you just may not be reaching the right people um which doesn't happen overnight always so it may take some time to reach those people um going back to the sale so something i do know just in the world of marketing new is always the hot hot word um is better (laughs) yeah people always want to know it's new uh, sale, and I would hundred percent agree with like what you have discovered and learned makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I and even thinking about like I think if you're Julie and I were talking about this before we hopped on, price can affect your sales if it's a like a quality shift. So and right. quality meaning an original custom painting versus a print. Yeah. Print is mass can be mass produced. Uh, it's not original, multi- I mean, it's original, but it's not the one and only. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the same thing is sometimes there are artists, and I would also recommend this for artists too, if you want your prints to be cost higher, is that you have 10 prints. Mm-hmm. So it's a one of one, or one of 10, two right. of 10, you know, so people know like there's only 10 of these out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it increases the value of it. and But that's where you see your your products and your audience shift so if you're doing these custom paintings and let's say you're I'm, I'm just saying the number 2000 so don't read into it too much people um but 2000 then let's say you do a you know 25% off sale right sure that's a decrease and it is a sale but you're not reaching a new audience where they're looking for art in the hundred dollars right
1: um, or less if someone was already going to spend if someone was considering buying your painting at two thousand dollars And you drop it to fifteen hundred, yeah, that's a five hundred dollar decrease. But the person who's willing to spend two thousand, fifteen hundred is probably also willing to spend two thousand. You know what I mean? If you're already in that range, like you're Mm -hmm. up in the thousands, like I think after a certain threshold, I mean, you get to like you know whatever. This does obviously start to matter, but like you're you're selling a luxury item. Let me just like remind you of that too, like. Art is a luxury item. Original art is a luxury. Like most of the world doesn't get to have a luxury item. And I think mm-hmm. that's also what what we like to gloss over a lot sometimes as artists is like how yeah, the reason this is a this is cost a lot is because this is a luxury item. It's like going it's like expecting Gucci to sell things for ten dollars. It's like it's a luxury brand. Like that would not be honest to their brand. This an investment can get and you can get things at Gucci that are less expensive, whatever. Those are the smaller things or or it's a knockoff, mm-hmm. like it's a print, you know, or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. and so I think that instead of trying to just always put things on sale in hopes that you're, you know, oh, maybe then people will buy it. Offer, offer a print that's like a significantly of like less money yes. is probably yes. a better option for you. And in addition to that, I feel like, and I was saying to Aaron before this is sometimes I feel like I get really icky about promoting a painting that hasn't sold. Like for example, I've had, I had a couple paintings that are, have been sitting here and I, mm-hmm. and I feel weird posting them again and being like, Oh, they haven't sold yet. Like I almost feel like embarrassed about it. And so I feel like I have to put it on sale in order to justify promoting it again, if that makes sense. And it's like I'm apologizing for promoting a painting, and in reality, people just may not have seen it the first time around, and it, mm-hmm. it maybe it's completely unnecessary that I put it on, put it up for sale, and or what, a new, yeah.
0: or a new follower, a new, a new follower. audience member, right, like exactly. someone who just discovered you, they probably haven't seen it. Right. Um, but there's also just in the world of marketing, um, you can also play with um, words such as last chance. Yeah. Or our final, final, yeah. <laughs> final, sale. final sale, you know, don't think of it as like, it hasn't sold. Think of it as what is a creative way you can repurpose this piece? I mean, challenge yourself in a creative way. I mean, it's not easy. And instead of getting in your head about, and trust me, it's easier said than done, getting in your head and saying these certain things like, oh, I can't, sh- it should be, or it hasn't sold, it's been sitting here for a year. Like, that's totally fine. Yeah. There's someone out there that I'm sure would love it it's just a matter yeah. of reaching them um
1: yeah I mean this is gonna sound really shady and shitty right now so I don't I don't I hope it doesn't come across this way but I so I re- I was post I posted this painting of a sunflower that I did back in September and someone reached out to me and was like oh my gosh sunflowers are the national flower of Ukraine like you should you should sell this painting and like support Ukraine like with it and I was like oh my gosh yeah like I hadn't thought about it and so I, I was like, yeah, sure. I'll like re, you know, I'll repost this painting. Yeah. I'll change the title on my on my website to like flowers for for Ukraine and print, you know. And then I also have prints of it, and I put in in there like twenty percent of proceeds like go to support um, the World Food Program in support of Ukraine. And so. And I was posting about it, you know, and suddenly that original painting now sold. And granted, yes, mm-hmm. in, a, in a funny way, I did put it on sale because I took a, lot, a little bit of a, a hit from, from donating. But so whatever, I'm happy to donate. Um, but I like repackaged it and I didn't intend to do that. I mean, somebody else pointed it out to me. But, you know, and that's I'm not saying you should necessarily need to do that with charity. That sounds it sounds bad when I say it that way. Like, you know No, but, I
0: know what you're saying though.
1: But like how else and maybe you're not, you know, donating it to charity, but like is there something else going on in the in the world, good or bad, that you could be like, Oh, this painting is like for example, like It's being relevant to being relevant. Yeah, yeah made the painting relevant again. And I made my sunflower yeah. painting relevant because of what was happening in the world and under unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's also, like, such a great way of tapping into new people, building a new, like, engaging yourself into that community as well. Yeah. I mean, you are giving back. You are educating people. I did not know that that was the flower of Ukraine. Yeah. And what's really interesting is Julia's painting the colors mm-hmm. unintentionally. Mm-hmm. the 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 table scape Mm -hmm. that it's on is
1: blue yeah it's blue and so it's like so it's yellow blue and white which which, is kind of like the ukraine yeah it's not exactly the correct color but it's still like you know in that same a shade
0: of yellow and a shade of blue which is the ukrainian flag which is very interesting very cool yeah i have no idea but it makes people look at your art in a different way it just also shows how people interpret like creativity differently you know how people can look at something oh it means this or it means that right which is such a beauty, and I think that's what's so fascinating. So I love that, like finding ways to repackage or re-refresh, but yeah. it's like without redoing or giving
1: it new meaning in some way. Like, is there something now when you're looking at your painting that you didn't see when you first mm-hmm. when you first created it? I that happens to me so often where I look back at a painting and I'm like, oh my god, like that painting, it like really was the start of something new for me and. I remember I think I did this with a different painting I posted it and I was and I told a bit more of a story about it like this painting was a real like shift for me in my work and I was realizing I really liked these sorts of things and I felt like it was the start of a new era and then someone really loved that and decided to buy it cuz I thought it was cool that it was like the start of a new era for me and it's and that's not a lie that's true like i i I didn't have that knowledge when i first created that painting that it would start something or make something new out of it and i think there's so many opportunities to make the old new again because of what you now know you know like i didn't know the world would when i painted that sunflower painting in september i had no idea what was going to be happening in ukraine but now it has takes on new meaning to yeah. me, and which in a way is kind of beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cooler that that it kind of was like happened and was unintentional, and now it's about it's about something bigger than just me. So, I think taking, not being afraid. A, I say this constantly. Like mm-hmm. reposting your art, remixing your art is your best friend. It has gotten me so far in my career and i also think it is 100 percent essential i mean it is unrealistic for us to paint a brand new painting every single day i mean i know some people do that but i think i know a couple friends of mine who did that and burned out oh yeah how can you make the old fresh again and instead of maybe do, just as like a little bit of a call to action like can you instead of jumping immediately to putting that item on sale What's Mm -hmm. a different, more creative way that you could give that painting some new life and attention?
0: Yeah, and I actually have a question for you on that. Um, Have you ever, so when you create, I'm trying to think, sorry, it's been a long day, everyone. (laughs) Words, (laughs) what are words? Um, Your artwork you keep on your website. And is there any time that you've noticed that, okay, this one's been sitting on the website. Have you ever just taken it down and then put it back up later on?
1: Um, I guess I, you know, I don't, I guess I haven't done that so much, but I think sometimes I rearrange like my, mm. what's on my website. Yep. Like I put it up more towards the top. Great um, tactic. I haven't, like, tactic, t- haven't like taken it down completely. I think it's more of like a rearranging that I, that I've done. And, or I just, Put it in an email campaign again, Mm -hmm. even though it's not anything new, and I just say like a spotlight that painting in an email campaign. So I think I do things like that rather than taking it down completely.
0: Yeah, no, I really like the like rearranging, and there are a lot of studies that show like with marketing that your top the top three or the top the left the left corner is usually what people Mm -hmm. click on. Yeah. Um, So thinking even trying seeing a painting that maybe it's been sitting there for a while, pull it to the top, mm-hmm. and then also have your new there as well. Yeah. It'd be just an interesting thing to see if that works for anyone. I'm not saying you have to do it, but if yeah. you're kind of like, oh, this painting, I'd really like to sell it, and it's kind of been hanging here for some time, um, mm-hmm. reorganize that page. Yeah. Refilter it. Maybe sometimes it's just like filters on your yeah. um, website, so maybe you don't have it. It's all just in one flow. Maybe it's breaking it up into, and it doesn't have to be series, or maybe you can call it a series, but it's not a true series. Just Mm -hmm. find a way to categorize it so people can easily search and find what they're looking for.
1: Yeah, I think just experimenting with ways to present your art in in a new way in the virtual space before Mm -hmm. you jump to like an online sale, which I, like I said, I think sometimes that tendency to jump to a sale is like an apology for promoting your work. It's like, yeah. oh my God, I need a reason to promote this. And I feel bad or embarrassed that it hasn't sold yet. So I'm just going to mark it on sale. And I think that tendency to feel embarrassed or ashamed and judge how quickly our art sells and you know, equate how quickly does the painting sell to how good the painting is, is a really mm-hmm. destructive thing to do because it could just be the the right person hasn't come around yet to find it or you need to package it differently as we've said multiple times now but I just really encourage you to to maybe kind of give yourself a goal of like hey for the next month or so I'm not gonna jump to putting things on sale like immediately yeah well
0: and I think we've talked about this in the past too is like I think of there are certain companies that have the strategy of an annual sale. So if someone really wants something to be on sale, like that only reason I bring that up, it shows like you don't have to have the sale every month. You don't have to have a sale, you know, as frequently as you think you do. Like there are some places Canada Goose doesn't do sales, period. Yeah. Um, you can't even find a promo code out there for those. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like thinking about that and like, Treating your artwork the same way um, and not having to, you shouldn't have to apologize. There is no reason to apologize for what you're pricing it out. And and, and don't get me wrong, I feel like I'm also, I do that as well. I The greeting cards that I was selling, I quickly jumped the gun to put them on sale or yeah. there was suggestions to if it was sitting in someone's cart offer
1: them 10 percent off right um to see if that would motivate them I'm like these carts are like not that expensive exactly like it's <laughs> not it away. wasn't about the price ever it was probably just because it didn't exactly fit what they wanted at the time which, which is what i think probably is with art like yeah like once again i really think if a person's at the at the level of buying an original piece of art and they know like what your art goes for i mean you have it all over your website or whatever usually they know their own <laughs> they should know their own uh, budget for these sorts of things and it's on them to decide like if they're gonna and, and therefore I think it's so rarely, rarely about the price. Like, unless once again, like there's one piece you have that's like three times as expensive as the others. Like that might call into question. Yeah. But just I think stop worrying so much about price. And I've been posting some reels that have been kind of funny about, um, you know, about price and and whatnot, and people, you know, worrying about, you know. Whatever it's like, people and I've been getting so many comments. Actually, a couple of comments that were kind of nasty. People going on my website and like looking at my prices and, the, and then posting in the comments, like this is way too much money for this painting that you did or whatever. Like, how many hours did it take you? And it's like, it doesn't matter because someone already bought that painting. <laughs> like, it's but also worth what somebody bought. Like, someone like it's so funny because they're they're pointing it out about paintings that someone already bought. It's like clearly somebody already saw the value in that. Like you just if if you ever start to like have other people or internally start to question your own like value of your paintings i'm sure you have evidence of people who've bought your art for that price and so don't second guess it because You know, maybe one person on the internet decided to be a jerk that day or because and start apologizing because I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel this immediate need to then go on to my website and want to like lower my prices because this one person who clearly my paintings are out of their budget. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I'm, I'm going to be annoying and throw numbers at everybody. But just thinking of, you know, doesn't even matter what size. I'm, it doesn't, this could be a, 10 by 10 inch piece. Mm-hmm. Does I'm not talking about like what, what the medium is, whatever. Yeah. But let's say you're making minimum wage and in Chicago it's $15. So maybe that's mm-hmm. high for some people, but 15 hours and it takes you eight hours to complete. So a full working day for people that might be on salary. Um, that becomes a minimum, that is $120 right there. Just yeah, for that. Absolutely. That's a minimum wage for a piece of your artwork that takes eight hours. That's not including your materials. Yeah. That's also not including, and I think this is something that people really need to think of too, because we're now in this digital era, you are paying for your platform for the website. You are yeah. paying for the credit card to fees to be used. Even mm-hmm. if that is built into your price, it's still something that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's
1: definitely always fees.
0: Yeah. There's fees. Like there's just so many other numbers. So then if you start, Deducting okay, 120, and let's say it's
1: you know it costs thirty dollars for materials right there. Yeah, and then you have a fifteen percent you know fee on your website. Then you subtract that, and you're taking home like less than minimum wage. And so you exactly instead of instead of cutting into that, add it on.
0: Yeah, and and why I like bring this up and break it down is I, I mean for me I I get that guilt. I apologize, and I think this is a good way to help. Remind and validate Anyone out there that has similar feelings of like, oh, I'm so nervous to put even though it, it is worth that I get really nervous to put it that and that's why I feel like I need to drop it and make it on sale I'll be like Oh, so they can maybe they'll buy it now um, But there's no reason to feel bad and guilty because you know, it's a luxury item. It's um, Sometimes Original and custom and no one else will ever have it but you have to self-worth is a very challenging I think art art itself or any self-promotion like even if it's like I, I have experience with like teaching like promoting my yoga classes and stuff like that sometimes I feel so annoying or like look at me which I'm not right. that's not no. my intent it's not like it's about me no it's like I'm this is what I do this is my living like I I'm promoting it just happens to be me who's on the other end. Yeah. Um. But I think that's like that with the self-worth, like you are worthy of it
1: and they, they fit so closely together, even if it's not conscious. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it is, there's, (laughs) when you're talking about the term self-worth and worth is money, you know, it's like, it's of course the two correlate. And also I think something I always come back to is if you had a friend who came to you and was like, I don't know, like I just should, and they had a beautiful piece of art that they spent, like Aaron just said, you know, did the math and it spent eight hours on it and they were only gonna charge a $100 for it. And then, you know, w- would you want them to sell it for a $100? Even if you weren't intending to buy it, but you just love them and care about them. Would you want your best friend to have worked that hard and mm-hmm. then not even made minimum wage? Like, no, like no one wants that for somebody that they care about. And so, You should care about you the way you care about a friend or another artist. Like it doesn't just apply to the people on Instagram you see who you maybe you have more followers than you and who you idolize. Mm -hmm. This applies to you too. Like you are just as worthy as any other artist on the internet or any other artist friend you have (laughs) of being paid a fair wage for your time and your effort and your work. And that is regardless of your skill level of your uh, years of experience like that's just a baseline like you deserve that like there's a reason minimum wage exists so give yourself a minimum wage for crying out loud at least you know right at least no yeah I
0: mean it's like just a good starting point for people to think about and you know and obviously it will evolve and change over time but I think of even um and this is opening up a can of worms probably for another conversation, but friends and family. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I have to educate. And I think that's the thing. I think the, the key word is like educate, educate your audience. I ha- I did a piece for some, a friend once and they, there was some sticker shock. But then i had to go and break down like hey the canvas alone is going to cost me 80 bucks because you want such a large scale yeah that's not including my paint that is just the canvas and i got it on sale because i bought in bulk but i shouldn't be pricing things as if i'm getting my materials on sale
1: because that's no one's business that's my
0: business and lucky me i was able to do that i get a better that's not the standard Yeah. yeah but it's like educating people of like these these things, like, it doesn't matter how much time it takes you. It's just the artwork is going to be pricey because it is artwork. It is not fast fashion. It is not um, a print. And uh, trust me, I'm all about the print, so I'm not trying to... Put a ding at these prints. I think it's a great source of income. I think it's a very smart move for if you want some sort of passive income um, coming in. Maybe it's not all your pieces, but it's something that you can definitely utilize um, to hit maybe a different crowd that maybe one day that they can buy the original exactly um, yeah custom but.
1: Oh my friends, gosh! Today's just family. a day. I'm like, where did I go with this? Friends and family, you were started out with, and I think I I very well, much with it with with friends and family because what's been kind of awkward is you know I have some friends and family slash recurring customers, and friends and family are you know have seen me from the beginning, and my price has dramatically increased since the start of my career as it should, and there are some family family members who that. That's harder for them or to swallow, and they've either just stopped asking me to to paint things because it's out of their budget, you know, or they're you know, or they're just happy to pay it. It just it just depends, mm-hmm. and that's their prerogative. But that doesn't mean I need to suddenly slide back to what I was charging five years ago for my uncle, like because you know right. whatever, It's like that's not that's not. And actually, it's so funny. I have a situation literally right now, and I was contemplating not telling her that my price has increased. Um, it, it's a, a relative, and she wants me to paint some wedding bouquets, which I'm already kind of like not but really do doing that much anymore of. And you I, can definitely yeah. make an exception. I do. I can make an exception. Like, I think I may like just charge what I charged her last time, and then whatever. Like and and it's not like that that significant that it's like worth you know i think that's where yeah. it comes into into play of like okay how much is is it worth like <laughs> pissing off your aunt or uncle like that, yeah, by yeah, raising it by 50 bucks or whatever I don't know but but I also gifted like so I did something for a wedding gift mm-hmm. like they wanted to
0: commission me to do something for them and I ended up saying you know what this is gonna be my wedding gift to you it's a mm-hmm. very nice generous wedding gift to you yeah. um they may not understand that but at least I I know like I don't feel guilty not gifting them you know a check yeah. or something like that but I do think it's If it's friends and family and they're reaching out to you, it's like, or you can, you don't have to gift them. You can even say, you know what, like, because I'm going to gift you. I'm not giving you a discount, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's like, I'm going to gift you um, this at this price. Yeah. So they don't feel like, oh, you have a friends and family discount, that they're going to expect that
1: every time. I think Which I, I we mean, definitely, I think we definitely yeah. recorded an episode in the past about like the friends and family discount. I can't remember the name of the episode, but definitely scroll back. If this is something you're currently struggling with, but I, I think in general, it's it's not. I, I think you should keep your prices pretty consistent across the board. And maybe when you're first starting out, like yeah, giving your friends and family some discounted pieces or some things for free or what or whatever. But once it starts to become something that you could very well be spending your time doing something better. Like I'm busy enough now at this point in my career where it, I'm literally using losing money if I were to spend my time painting something for a friend or family member at 50%, you know, off. Oh, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's And that's like, once again, you got to consider, like I said before, your friends and family should have your best interest in mind. And it's not personal. It's literally business at that point. And you can just tell them, I'm so sorry. Like I'm so busy. And – it would, it would not make sense for me financially to take on this commission at 50% of what I normally would charge, whatever the case may be. And I just think, once again, being your own advocate, being your best friend, and knowing, like, what is – are you looking out for yourself? And I think so often, mm-hmm. us artists, like, we don't look out for ourselves. Like, we want to – and we're, we're waiting for for permission from somebody else to tell us that we can increase our prices. Let me just say right now, this is your permission to increase your prices. There's inflation currently. <laughs> like, yeah, you really are, should. You really should.
0: Yeah. Um. The, who was it? I think it was my brother that was giving me like, making this very clear. So the dollar store is now a dollar twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So that just gives you an idea of like that's is that a twenty percent inflation? Uh, yeah, yeah, 20%. 20% yeah, <laughs> so it's like, that's a that's a huge increase. Like, even though, like, that doesn't sound like a lot. It's 20 like, cents, but
1: it's still 20% more. It's
0: yeah. 20% of its original price. So yeah. look at your work and be like, if I were to, like, what does that even put me at? But it just, you know, it's a good baseline and just seeing, like, okay, well, clearly they had to increase their prices yeah. um, 20%, yeah. uh, which, I mean, it, it adds up. It does know? add up, yeah. Quickly.
1: Yeah. So I think moral of the story here is don't be afraid to A increase your price and keep your price prices consistent and don't apologize for your price and then put things on sale in an attempt to apologize for the price you initially listed it for. You know, I think that's sort of the lesson here. And prioritize making good quality work that you are proud of over just trying to sell or pawn off your art as fast as possible. You know, focus on creating good, consistent work, and the money will come.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's my... <laughs> yes, Signing I Signing off.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yay. I would say amen, but I feel like it could be controversial. But amen. No, Julia, you can cut no, that out. I <laughs> will no, amen that. But I, um, I also wanted to say just before we sign off that um, we would love it if you guys could share this episode with another artist who maybe is questioning their self-worth or how they price their art sharing the podcast is really the way that we grow um i think a lot of people say like oh leave us a review and that's how people will find us like yeah that's awesome too and we always appreciate the reviews but it's it's actually sharing the show whether it's like on your story or just genuinely just like messaging a friend and being like you would like this podcast it would be helpful Mm -hmm. That's what grows our audience. And we really, that was a goal of ours this year was to grow our audience. And so just wanted to put that out there. Self-promoting. Shamelessly. Yeah, (laughs) We're working on it. We're working on it. So um, yeah, we still have room to improve too. So if you can help us out, help help some girls out, we appreciate it. Uh, And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will, yes, next week you will hear from us.